Welcome to the Study His Word podcast, brought to you by Fear and the Faith, where we read through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation in just one year. The Bible is full of great wisdom and stories that we can use to better our Christ-like walk every day. Join us on our mission to get one million people to read the Bible cover to cover. Visit studyhisword.com for more info, resources we have available, upcoming projects, and events. So I'm reading 2 Samuel chapters 9 through 12, and I read from the ESV if you want to follow along. So chapter 9, and David said, is there still anyone left of the house of Saul that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake? Now there was a servant of the house of Saul whose name was Ziba, and they called him David. And the king said to him, are you Ziba? And he said, I am your servant. And the king said, is there not someone in the house of Saul that I may show kindness of God to him? Ziba said to the king, there is still a son of Jonathan. He is crippled in his feet. The king said to him, where is he? And Ziba said to the king, he is in the house of Makar, the son of Amiel at Lodabar. Then King David sent and brought him from the house of Makar, the son of Amiel at Lodabar. And Mesabeth, the son of Jonathan, son of Saul, came to David and fell on his faith and paid a homage. And David said, Mesabeth. And he said, Behold, I am your servant. And David said to him, Do not fear, for I will show you kindness for the sake of your father, Jonathan. And I will restore to you all the land that of Saul, your father, and you shall eat at my table always. And he paid homage, saying, What is your servant that I should show regard for a dead dog such as I? And the king called Ziba. Saul's servant said to him, All that belonged to Saul and to all his house I have given to your master's grandson. And you and your sons and your servants shall till the land for him and shall bring in the produce, that your master's grandson may have bread to eat. But Mezabeth, your master's grandson, shall always eat at my table. Now Ziba had fifteen sons and twenty servants. And Ziba said to the king, According to all that the Lord my king commands his servants, so will your servant do. So Mezabeth ate at David's table like one of the king's sons. And Mezabeth had a young son whose name was Micah. And all who lived at Ziba's house became Mezabatamiath's sons, servants. So Mezabatamiath lived in Jerusalem, for he ate always at the king's table. Now he was lame in both feet. Chapter 10. After the king of the Ammonites died, and Hanan his son reigned in his place. And David said, I will deal loyally with Hanan the son of Nassaf. And his father felt loyally with me. So David sent by his servants to console him concerning his father. And David's servants came to the land of the Ammonites, but the princes of the Ammonites said to Anan their lord, Do you think because David has sent comforters to you that he is honoring your father? Has not David sent his servants to you to search the city and to spy it out to overthrow it? So Hanan took David's servants and shaved off half the beard of each and cut off their garments in the middle at their hips. He sent them away. When it was told David, he sent to meet them, for the men were greatly ashamed. And the king said, Remain at Jericho until your beards have fully grown, and then return. When the Ammonites saw that they had become a stench to David, the Ammonites sent and hired the Syrians of beth and the Syrians of Zoboth, 20,000 foot soldiers, and the king of Mecca with 1,000 men, and the men of Tob, 12,000 men. And when David heard it, he sent Joab, the host of the mighty men. And the Ammonites came out and drew up their battle array at the entrance of the gate. 
And the Syrians of Zoboth and the Rehob and the men of Tob and Makkah were themselves in the open country. When Joab saw that the battle was set against, both in front and in the rear, he chose some of the best men of Israel and arrayed them against the Syrians. The rest of his men he put in charge of Abishai, his brother, and he arrayed them against the Ammonites. And he said, if the Syrians are too strong for me, then you shall help me. But if the Ammonites are too strong for you, then I will come help you. Be of good courage and let us be courageous for our people and for the cities of our God. And may the Lord do what seems good to him. So Joab and the people who were with him drew near to the battle against the Syrians and they fled before him. And when the Amorites saw that the Syrians fled, they likewise fled before Abishai and entered the city. Then Joab returned to the fighting against the Amorites and came into Jerusalem. But when the Syrians saw that they had been defeated by Israel, they gathered themselves together. And Haldezer sent and brought out the Syrians who were beyond the Euphrates. He came to Helam with Shabash, the commander of the army of Haldezer, at the head. And when it was told David, he gathered all of Israel together and crossed the Jordan and came to Helam. The Syrians arrayed themselves against David and fought with him. And the Syrians fled before Israel, and David killed of the Syrians of men of 700 chariots and 40,000 horsemen and wounded Shabbat, the commander of their army, so that he died there. And when all the kings who were servants of Hadezer saw that they had been defeated by Israel, they made peace with Israel and became subject to them. So the Syrians were afraid to save the Amorites anymore. <laughs> Chapter 11. In the spring of the year, at the time when the king go out to battle, David sent Job, his servants with him, and all of Israel, and they ravaged the Amorites and besieged Rabbah. But David remained at Jerusalem. It happened late one afternoon when David arose from his couch and was walking on the roof of the king's house. And he saw from the roof a woman bathing, and the woman was very beautiful. And David sent and inquired about the woman. And one said, Is that not Bathsheba, the daughter of Elam, the wife of Urah the Hittite? David sent messengers and took her, and she came to him, and he lay with her. Now she had been purifying herself from the uncleanliness. Then she returned to her house, and the woman conceived, and she sent and told David, I am pregnant. So David sent word to Joab, send me Uri the Hittite. And Joab sent Uri to David. When Uri came to him, David asked how Joab was doing, and how the people were doing, and how the war was going. David said to Uri, go down to your house and wash your feet. Uri went out of the king's house, and he followed him a present from the king. But Uri slept at the door of the king's house with all the servants of his lord, and did not go to his house. When they told David, Uri did not go down to his house, David said to Uri, Have you not come back from a journey? Why did you not go down to your house? And Uri said to David, The ark in Israel and Judah dwell in booths, and the lord my Joab, his servants of my lord, are camping in open fields. Shall I then go to my house and eat and drink and lie with my wife? As you live and as your soul lives, I will not do this thing. And David said to Uri, remain here today also and tomorrow, and I will send you back. So Uri remained in Jerusalem that day and the next. And David invited him, and he ate in his presence and drank, and that made him drunk. In the evening, he went out to lie on the couch with the servants of his Lord, but he did not go down to his house. In the morning, David wrote a letter to Joab and sent it by the hand of Uri. In the letter he wrote, set Uri in the forefront of the hardest fighting and then draw back from him that he may be struck down and die. And as Joab was besieging the city, he assigned Uri to the place where he knew there were valiant men. And the men of the city came out and fought with Joab. Some of the servants of David among the people fell. 
and Uri the Hittite also died. And Joab sent and told David the news about the fighting. And he instructed the messenger, when you have finished telling all the news about the fighting to the king, then if the king's anger rises and he says to you, why did you go so near the city to fight? Did you not know that they would shoot from the wall? Who killed Amalek, the son of Jezebeth? Did not a woman cast an upper millstone on him from the wall so that he died at Therabez? Why did you go so near the wall? Then you shall say, your servant Uri the Hittite is dead also. So the messenger went and came and told David all that Joab had sent him to tell. The messenger said to David, the men gained an advantage over us and came out against us in the field. But we drove them back to the entrance of the gate. Then the archers shot at the, your servants from the wall. Some of the king's servants are dead, and your servant Uri the Hittite is dead also. And David said to the messenger, Thus you shall say to Joab, Do not let this matter displease you, for the sword devours no one, and now another. Strengthen your attack against the city and overthrow it, and encourage him. When the wife of Uri heard that Uri, her husband, had been dead, she lamented over her husband. And when the morning was over, David sent her and brought her to his house. She became his wife and bore him a son. The thing had, that David had done displeased the Lord. Chapter 12. And the Lord sent Nathan to David. He came to him and said, There will be two men in a certain city, the one rich and the other poor. The rich men had, had very many flocks and herds, but the poor men had nothing but a little lamb, which he had brought. He brought it up, and it grew with him and his children. It used to eat out of his morsel and drink from his cup and lie in his arms. It was like a daughter to him. Now there came a traveler to the rich man. He was unwilling to take one of his own flock to herd or prepare for the guests who had come to him. But he took the poor man's lamb and prepared it to the man who had come to him. And David's anger was greatly kindled against the man. And he said to Nathan, As the Lord lives and as the man who had done this deserves to die, he shall restore the lamb fourfold because he did it to the thing and because he had no pity. And Nathan said to David, You are the man. Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, I anointed you king over Israel, and I delivered you out of the hand of Saul, gave you your master's house and your master's wives into your arms, and gave you the house of Israel and Judah. And if this were too little, I would add to you much more. Why have you despised the word of the Lord to what to do what is evil in his sight? You have struck down Urah the Hittite with the sword, and you have taken his wife to be your wife, and have killed him with the sword of the Amorites. Now therefore the sword shall never depart from your house. Because you have despised me, and you have taken the wife of Uri the Hittite to be your wife. Thus says the Lord, Behold, I will raise up evil against you out of your own house, and I will take your wives before your eyes and give them to your neighbor, and he shall lie with your wives in sight of this of his, this son. For you did it secretly, but I will do this thing before all of Israel and before the son. David said to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said to David, The Lord has also put away your sin. You shall not die. Nevertheless, because of this deed, you have utterly scorned the Lord, and the child who is born to you shall die. Then Nathan went to his house. And the Lord afflicted that child that Uriah's wife bore to David, and he became sick. David therefore sought God on behalf of the child, and David fasted and went in and lay all night on the ground. And the elders of the house stood beside him to raise him from the ground, but he would not. Nor did he eat food with them. On the seventh day, the child died. And the servants of David were afraid to tell him that the child was dead. For they said, Behold, while the child was yet alive, we spoke to him and he did not listen. How then can we say to him, the child is dead? He may do himself some harm. But when David saw that his servants were whispering together, David understood that the child was dead. 
And David said to the servants, is the child dead? And they said, he is dead. And David arose from the earth and washed and anointed himself and changed his clothes. And he went into the house of the Lord and worshiped. He then went to his own house. And when he asked, they set food before him and he ate. And the servant said to him, what is this thing that you have done? You fasted and wept for the child while he was alive. But when the child was dead, you arose and ate food. He said, while the child was still alive, I fasted and wept for I said, who knows whether the Lord will be gracious to me and that my child may live. But now he is dead. Why should I fast? Can I bring him back again? I shall go to him, but he will not return to me. Then David com com comforted, comforted, comforted his wife Bathsheba, and he went in to her and lay with her, and she bore a son, and he called his name Solomon. The Lord loved and sent a message by Nathan to the prophet, because he, so he called his name Jedidiah, because of the Lord. Now Joab fought against Rabath the Ammonites and took the royal city. And Joab sent messengers to David and said, I have fought against Rahab. Moreover, I have taken the city of waters. Now then gather the rest of the people together and encamp against the city and take it, lest I take the city and it be called my name. So David went and gathered all the people together and went to Rahab and fought against it and took it. And he took the crown from their king from his head and the weight of it was a talent of gold and in it was precious stone and it was placed on David's head. And he brought out the spoil of the city a very great amount. And he brought out the people who were in it, and he set them to labor with the saws and iron and picks and iron axes, and made them toil at the brick kilns. And thus he did to all the cities of the Ammonites. And David and all the people returned to Jerusalem. That concludes our reading for the day. Thanks for taking a little bit of your day to listen to the word. We hope today's message really spoke to you. Remember, you can find more resources connect with us, or sign up to get weekly readings on our website, studyhisword.com. Until next time, God bless you, and may his light shine upon you.